The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Ashley Larkin, the TV chef and the mindful eating coach, is with me. She's got food with her. We're talking about what? We're talking about Valentine's Day. Oh, we right. are approaching that time of year. Not a big Valentine's Day are you not? marker, no. 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 Just let it pass. Just, uh, you know what? I feel it puts unnecessary pressure on me. Ooh. So I ignore it. Small gestures throughout the year mean a hell of a well, lot more. Well, that's that's actually sorry. That's why I, that's what I meant to that's say. That's what you meant to that's say. What See, I I've meant got you covered. To say. <laughs> well, today what we're going to talk about is I suppose there's this intrinsic link between Valentine's Day and food. Whether yes. you're eating out, whether you're cooking or I suppose the thing that we're going to talk primarily today about is aphrodisiacs and that link between food and an aphrodisiac. So what is an aphrodisiac? I yeah, what is it? So it's been food has been heralded as an aphrodisiac since the, the dawn of time. So ultimately, it is a substance that promotes love. So it's either arousal or sexual desire. And food has been intrinsically linked to that. Back as far as like Chinese medicine times where it was promoted that everything's from bull's testicles to oh, the Jesus. bile of a bear might have been... Um, Sorry, I, I thought the bull's testicles was going to be the worst thing. Bear bile. Yeah. Now, where you were ever going to get it, I mean, I don't know. But yeah, the, the bile of a bear. Um, you, did, you didn't bring in bear bile, did you? <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. There's one even worse than that, which is called Spanish fly. So this was a concoction. Um, the ancient Romans liked to take it before sex parties. Um, it was made of ground up blister beetles. So they basically grounded up the beetles consumed this uh, powder and it triggered a tingling sensation in the genitals, stomach and caused persistent erections. Wow. Yeah. But hang on, there's a serious downside and a risk to this. Um, It was essentially liable to kill you. So, yeah, I know. (laughs) Okay, I'm not sure about the risk reward ratio (laughs) that they've applied there. It had this potent toxin in it called cantaridine. And that basically led to seizures, convulsions, bleeding of the intestines and possibly death. So what's the science here? I mean, what's the premise behind an aphrodisiac? So there's a couple of things. I suppose the link is that it works on a mind-body connection. So what we're looking at is stimuli that cause arousal. So when we look at the mind-body, I suppose there's a couple of different ways of looking at it. One is for the stimulation. The other one is for performance or pleasure. Um, so when we look at the mind, we are talking about things like this is the visual one. So these are maybe some of the classic things. Okay. Things like um, phallic shapes, bananas, cucumbers, aubergines, and then you've got things like you passion fruit, cherries. <laughs> anyway, figs. Now we can't get it out of our heads. That's it. Um, so there, there's so many like that. There's ones that we don't even know about, which are aromas. Um, okay. So things like cucumber, basil, ginger, licorice. These all can stimulate. So from our olfactory senses. The smell senses, of a cucumber. Yeah. Really? Yes. The smell and shape. Yes. Cucumbers have it all. There you go. So what I did actually for us was, and I'm going to put this on my Instagram. Okay. I've created an um, aphrodisiac fueled Valentine's Day menu. So you Lovely. would start with a cocktail. So your cocktail would be... Gin or vodka, muddle that with basil and mm-hmm. cucumber to get that olfactory stimulation. Mm-hmm. Pomegranate seeds, because pomegranates are an aphrodisiac from a visual perspective. Um, and you're going to mix in a little bit of sugar syrup with that. Okay. Muddle it all together, shake it over ice, strain it, pour it into a chilled cocktail glass, top it with champagne. That's where you're going to start your Valentine's meal with. Ooh, it sounds nice. And you've got you that. You don't have that in studio, I, I don't, I don't, but I did, br- <laughs> I did bring other goods. I did. Neither of us would be driving. No, definitely not. Starter then, we're going to talk about uh, bruschetta. Okay. Which would be topped with goat's cheese. 
Lovely. Figs, fresh figs, a drizzle of honey and pine nuts. And I'm going to tell you why all of those are aphrodisiacs in a couple of minutes. And then moving on to our main course, we are going to have risotto milanese. So this is what I brought into studio tonight. Lovely. So this is a beautiful saffron infused risotto. So garlic, slow cooked in olive oil, risotto, and it's all cooked down in the saffron broth. So you can have a taste of that. Mm. And then for dessert, we have chocolate mousse. Oh, lovely. Yeah, and I've got two chocolate mousses with a twist for you to taste. So I'm going to tell you about those. So I suppose, why? Why are we Why are we going to do this? And what is the link to all of these foods? So as we said, we have our neurotransmitters. Mm. It's good, isn't it? This is so delicious. It's really tasty. I'm not on, for people who are wondering, I'm not on the chocolate mousse yet. I'm going with the risotto. What did you say is in this? Saffron. So okay. saffron is your big aphrodisiac ingredient there. Mm. So Cleopatra used to bathe in saffron and milk um, and it is known to increase sperm mobility and boost libido, stamina and increased arousal. So that right. is why you would serve that on Valentine's Day as your main course dinner. Okay. So is there a science behind that or is that just because, you know, Cleopatra used to do this type of stuff so we're still doing it today? <laughs> that one is, is, is there is science and there's Cleopatra. So I suppose the science comes um, in two perspectives. There's something called neurotransmitters, okay, or okay. hormone hacking. So these are chemicals that send messages from your brain to your body. And there's a cocktail um, of four of these chemicals that are linked to happiness, health, well-being, positive kind of mindset um, to put you in the frame of mind for a very romantic night on Valentine's. So we've got four of them. Okay. We've got dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin and endorphins. So they're your four main ones. And there's very specific foods that are linked to either creating these or releasing these within the body. So dopamine is your, that's your reward. That's Mm. your pleasure and your reward. So even the simple act of actually sharing a meal with somebody and eating together can release dopamine. So that's a really good one. And it's in so many foods, everything from apples, avocados, chocolate, yogurt, olive oil, nuts, leafy greens, and saffron. So you're getting your dopamine hit there. There's a lovely bite in this risotto. And often I find with risotto, the kind of, it's hard not to make it go mushy. It is. That's al dente. Okay. So it's just cooked a little bit, ever mm. so slightly under. And that gives it that lovely little bit of bite. This is like on Wednesdays, Simon Tierney's here for the Shopping Trolley Hotline. And I get to eat Jaffa cakes and things like this. These are my two favourite items of the week. <laughs> I purposely said I'm not going to bring my tea today. I'm going. Ashling will bring something for me. Well, I hope my saffron risotto was nicer than a jaffa cake. Well, uh, sorry, uh, much much nicer. This is absolutely <laughs> delicious. So I'm. I wasn't. So risotto. Now, if you had told me beforehand, uh, this is what we're going to be talking about. Uh, Oysters or something. That's yeah. what I might have said. That's kind of the, the traditional the cliche, isn't it? isn't it? It's an absolute cliche. Um, and it goes back to our, our OG of the most, one of the most seductive men that we know in history, Mr. Casanova himself. He was rumoured to eat approximately 50 oysters a day ah, um, and seduced, uh, by his own account, 122 women. Urban legend a has day? It, uh, no, no. In his lifetime. <laughs> Fair play to him. He'd want some amount of saffron, wouldn't he? <laughs> he would. Be, saffron and oysters. He'd be crushing those beetles <laughs> like no man's business. The other, he was said to have seduced a woman um, by simply passing an oyster from his lips to hers. Uh, yes, yeah, so there you go. That's <laughs> a bit nauseating. Anyway. So we're going to get into the science of this. So where did this come from? So oysters have zinc and they have an amino acid. So amino acids are these building blocks. Okay, so they're protein building blocks that are needed to produce 
hormones, chemicals, all of that good stuff. And there's something called diaspartic acid. So this diaspartic acid is the amino acid and it is very prevalent in oysters. So it was mm-hmm. always believed that that was the link and this was what was going to cause um, increased muscle mass, increased libido, increased um, testosterone levels. However, the Italians about two or three years ago did a study um, and they used chromatography to basically determine how much diaspartic acid was in bivalves. So that's okay. things like mussels, clams, oysters. Yes. And they actually discovered that mussels have more of this diaspartic acid in it okay. than oysters do. So mussels are actually more of an aphrodisiac than oysters. They're nicer too. I yes. prefer, I prefer so mussels. I? I prefer mussels. I have to say. So that explains the oysters and mussels. You've explained the saffron, uh, the cucumber in my nice gin and champagne mix as well. What about our starter, which you said was bruschetta with, what was in it? There was figs, there was honey, and there was nuts. pine nuts. Yeah. So the honey is a really, really interesting one. Honey regulates hormone levels and it has something called boron in it, which regulates the amount of nitric oxide in the body. And what nitric Nitric oxide is responsible for is the dilation of our blood vessels and blood flow. So the more blood flow, the better. And the nitric oxide is responsible for that. And honey is linked to that. So that's where the honey comes from. Um, The figs would be for visual stimulation. And the imagination with that mind-body link. And pine nuts, again, have um, lots of zinc in them. So that's linked to increased production of testosterone. Okay. Um, So hormones as well. I mean, are there other foods? Uh, Saffron is in this. Garlic as well. We had a lot of garlic last week. We had 40 cloves of garlic in the chicken meal. The garlic basically is, um, so it has that compound allicin in it. Oh, yes. And again, that's used for increasing blood flow. Now, the other really interesting one that we have is alcohol. Oh, right. So I suppose alcohol, champagne, we were going to start with a cocktail, but I'm going to be a little bit controversial. I assume that was just to kind of lower the inhibitions a bit. A little bit, absolutely. A bit of instantaneousness, all that good stuff. However, as Shakespeare said in Macbeth, alcohol provokes the desire but takes away the performance. Wow, that is true. Anyway. Lots of little metaphors I was going to use there. Anyway, no. <laughs> I've got some it's options like for you. Or rope. <laughs> Can I say that on the radio at a quarter? Anyway, I've said it. We've said a lot already. <laughs> um, we, I've got two options for you. We have maca powder. Okay. Now, maca powder is a really interesting new product within the kind of wellness market. Okay. Maca powder. What's maca that? powder. So it's known as the Peruvian Viagra. Um, it is an Incan sweet root vegetable. So we get it in powdered form. It is known to boost fertility, increase energy, stamina and libido. Um, so you can buy it in a powder you can mix it up in a cocktail mix it up yeah. in milk uh, you can have it as a tea or you can mix it in a powder like if you were making like granola or even something like a hot chocolate or the other one is chamomile tea Really? So, yeah. I thought that's just to go asleep No so it, it kind of does that opposite effect so rather than arousal it does that effect so going back to that neurotransmitters and the, the okay. hormone hacking oxytocin serotonin dopamine so it reduces your cortisol levels when your stress levels go down the happy hormones come up and you feel much calmer much more relaxed What about I'm going to move on to dessert um, Chocolate mousse Yeah so this chocolate mousse So I've got two chocolate mousses for you I'm going to post this recipe is actually currently on my website um, and it's on my Instagram as well Ashling Larkin so I've got two different chocolate mousses for yeah, you it looks lovely it is delicious and the one thing if you are cooking for Valentine's you don't want to be stressed out you want to have simple simple recipes so this is basically melted chocolate whip in a few uh, egg yolks fold in the egg whites put it in the fridge hey presto job mm. done 
Isn't it delicious? So what mm. I've done is I've What's put... What's the crunch? Yeah, I put a really velvety smooth honeycomb chocolate ganache on top. Oh yeah, that's delicious. And under then you've got that really light bubbly 85% cocoa dark chocolate mousse. Mm. So I've done one that's normal chocolate mousse because the Incas, Aztecs, Mayans all believed again, chocolate has something um, in it that basically promotes desire, arousal and all of that. But they also believed that chilli, so in chilli there's capsicum. So mm. chilli powder cayenne. So you have one that's and normal. Chilli and chocolate go great together. They do. A little bit of chocolate in your chilli Is it chilli chocolate mousse? Oh, so right, I made you one that. of each to try to see which one you prefer. And it's not that it's spicy, but it has this... Now, this doesn't have the crunch, this one. Uh, no, no it doesn't have the crunch, okay. just the spice. So a little bit of spice in the inside. Mm. That is, I think I'm going to go with the honeycomb. Are Although I, get in the, I kind of feel that At now. the end, isn't it? Yeah. It, takes, it takes like a second to kick in. Well, that's quite nice as well, Isn't actually. It? Yeah, and it's, it's kind of incongruous. You're not expecting it. Totally. You're not used to it. And it's almost like you can't put your finger on what it is, mm. but it's really, really interesting. And it's just a really so. What I did was I bought the 85% cocoa chocolate with the chili in it, and then I added a little pinch of cayenne pepper. So I would put those recipes up on my Instagram, and I brought you two mousses to take home for the weekend as well. Oh, Ashling, amazing. Absolutely amazing stuff. I mean, maybe I will acknowledge Valentine's Day this year because you've provided me with the food. Uh, absolutely delicious, as always. We didn't even mention strawberries. Do strawberries, are they an aphrodisiac or do, are they They're just suggestive? Not. We They're just imagine um, Top Gun and Kelly McGillis eating yeah. them. Yeah. Supposedly, if you split a strawberry with somebody, you'll fall in love with them. I wouldn't be sharing my strawberries now anyway. <laughs> Jesus, that's a step too far. And Ashing Larkin, the TV chef and the mindful eating coach. Uh, as Ashing said, these will all go up, all of these recipes, on our Instagram. What's the Instagram? Ashling Larkin. Ashling Larkin, that's where you can find it. Ashling, we'll talk to you at the same time next week. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.